Hey, welcome back guys to Manny Reads Comics. Today, we're gonna to be talking about Seven Secrets number 12 from Boom Studios. It's just a, a fantastic issue, honestly. Um, Tom Taylor and Daniel Daniclo have not lost their stride whatsoever. Uh, real quick points about uh, Seven Secrets number 12. We find out a couple of different things. One, uh, Casper and Amon pretty much had the same upbringing. They both were born into the order. Both had their parents hidden from them. Both found out that secret in while they were hiding from uh, from the rest of the people in the order. Uh, but one went one path, the other one went the other, and uh, both not necessarily bad, but you know def definitely different. And uh, one is still pretty much learning the world. Um, we learned that Eva and Sigurd had the same kind of situation as uh, the former first uh, to Jana and Gareth and they had to do very similar we we, we kind of got something like that before when when we got the the situation presented from Evan Sigurd but uh, now we find out for sure um we discover that Alex and Ching are they immortals are they not human we don't know what they are but we discover that they they haven't aged in quite some time uh they do a flashback in this issue where it says just decades ago, and they look exactly the same. So that was very interesting to see. And uh, we also find out how badass Eva is. She takes the fight to the Seekers. She finds out, in this issue, she finds out where the Seekers headquarters is, and she just goes up there and pretty much destroys everything, and she sets up a bomb, and she knows she's about to basically sacrifice herself to save, we're not sure, is it to save Casper, or is it to save... Uh, the, the organization, the order, we don't 100% know. Um, but she is sacrificing herself, but not only herself, she's also sacrificing the Queen of England and, of course, our boy Titus. And uh, But upon seeing this, Casper does not like that, and he um, activates, again, we see another bit of his power. We, we still don't know what he is, and we don't really understand what, at least I don't understand, how he's doing what he does, but seeing his mom on the roof and seeing the rest of the people in danger on the roof of this uh, building that's blowing up, he just starts to, to run towards them and eventually he just begins to fly and he saves them and that's the end of the issue. Definitely a four out of five in my book. It's it's compelling backstory for Amon. We get his origin story. Um, Eva is just complete badass. We don't know if she's doing the correct thing or anything like that, but she's, she's being a badass about it. And uh, again, the art in it is just always mind-blowing. So four out of five, that's my review. But let's actually get into it now. You know, So if you just want to see if you need to read this book or anything like that, that's all you need to watch. Subscribe here, share with your friends, comment anything below. But if you really kind of want to delve into the details, that's what I'm going to continue doing going forward. Uh, so yeah, like I said before, this story starts off with Eva um, finding out the location of the secret headquarters, right? Uh, so she takes Titus and the Queen and the Queen of England and the Prime Minister to this uh, secret armor, armory, <laughs> sorry, that she has in London, and they start gearing up for battle, and then she hands a bag over to Titus, and Titus, uh, when she does that, she says, hey, here's this bag, don't open it, don't look aside, just carry it, and he's like, 100% understood, heard, uh, if there's one thing that I've learned from this order, from this training, is to blindly follow orders he basically says exactly that and it's just like that's not good that's not something that you want 
from your soldiers. You don't want that from your organization. You you can't grow from just giving orders or just listening to orders. So, um, and this also defends Amon's idea because we find out a little bit into the book that he, or we found out this before as well, but he believes that the order is just brainwashing orphans and uh, making them defend this thing, these secrets that they don't even know what's in it. And, and they give their life for it. So he believes that the the order is not a good organization. He's not doing anything um, better, <laughs> but he's wanting to crush that. So this really fuels that that argument because Titus is over here saying, yeah, I got it. You're the boss. I'm going to do exactly what you say. So Amon is really looking good in this issue for that reason. Um, but yeah, she gives him the bag, Titus. Uh, takes it and they go off to the secret headquarters. Once they get there, uh, the prime minister basically immediately <laughs> um, backstabs them and uh, he tells them like, hey, this is the queen of England. This is the the, fir- the keeper of the first secret, whatever. Um, they're behind me. And uh, once he says that, immediately gets shot by Eva. Um, and then they start going into this huge battle. The The council does let them know that Amon's not, no longer there. Uh, but he has taken over. Um, but everyone pretty much dies um, in that room. Um, Eva locks up that the room, uh, the entrance to the uh, council's meeting grounds, I guess you could say. And uh, she plants a bomb. That's what was in Titus's bag. Uh, he was surprised. He's like, I was carrying a bomb the whole time. Like, so he, but he still didn't didn't uh, question it. Um, but he they they set it up. Really, bro. Yeah, you're going to do that right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But they set it up and they go up to the roof and there's no escape. There's no helicopters. There's no hang gliding. I thought that that was going to happen. There's nothing. Uh, Pretty much it's a self-sacrifice. So upon facing their death, the Queen of England is like, you know what? Before I die, Eva... What's up with your son? Like, what's up with Casper? What was that that he did displayed in the last issue? Um, what is he? And we don't get an answer. But <clears throat> we do cut to uh, Casper seeing them on the roof, realizing that they're going to die. He starts running towards them. And then pretty soon he just starts flying towards them. And that was just an amazing, amazing uh, panel. Because the way you're reading the panels it looks like it's just going to be another sad moment for him because we do know that both his parents are dead. We know that he's going to die soon, um, which he brings up at the end of this issue. Um, but you turn the page and you're like, oh, no, it's not a sad moment. This is a, an epic moment. This is a great moment for him. He's flying towards his family uh, and he's able to, to save them. Um, Jetta is like, hey, can you carry all of us? He's like, I don't know what I can do. <laughs> he's finding out these powers just as, at the same pace that we are. So. He is able to carry all three of them off the, the roof at the same time. So that's pretty strong. Um, and, and that's how the issue ends. So great, great story for him. On the other side of the world, though, we got Kanto and what's his name? <clears throat> Amon. They have met up after a while. I'm assuming that this is the first time that they've met since Amon left the order as a young kid, which we see in this issue in the flashback. Um, and we discover how Kanto got his scars, which... It's very sad because he got his scars from the order, from the people that he is putting his life on the line for. Um, I assumed that the scars were going to be like in the line of battle, 
uh, something went wrong, um, an enemy did it on purpose, something where the enemy did it, not his own people. And it was on mistake by mistake, but it's still his own people put him in that situation. So not not cool. But um, we discovered that Amon, like I said earlier, he was born into the organization just as Casper was. He was raised there. He, he you know, made friends. Uh, it looks like Sigurd is like the parallel of, of Titus, which is not great for Sigurd, but whatever. Uh, we see his friendship form with Kanto, and then that friendship just, you know, continues to increase to what they are now, which I wouldn't say that they're together, but I guess they do love each other um, enough to where they've been separated for all these years, I guess decades later, and they are still, they still have that love for each other. Um, but what caused Amon to, to leave the organization was the fact that he worked very hard to become the holder for his mother, you know, and, and as far as they know, he doesn't know that that's his mom. Um, but once he's earned it, he even allowed the love of his life, uh, Kanto, to get his face burned. He didn't do anything about it. Um, after all that sacrifice, he still was not allowed to become that holder because his father, Garrett, said that it was too much of a liability and that the organization is more important than his son. And he made uh, his mother say the same thing, that the organization is more important than his son. So he didn't like that. He leaves. He tells Kanto. Kanto is willing to um, leave everything behind as well and go with Amon. But Amon's like, no, no, you got to stay here. Uh, heal, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, if you think that I love this more than, than you, and he like, immediately shuts him up. He's like, no, that needs to stay a secret. So obviously this is, a again, decades ago. So that's uh, just another thing to keep uh, uh, bottled up, I guess. Um, but of course, as we see when they reunite, that's no longer the case. Um, but that's sad, you know, it's, it's sad that he's worked so hard for this. This is his family, this is his loved ones, and they turn their back on them. And so he does have a point. Again, Amon is just a very compelling villain, whereas he's not really a villain. A villain. Uh, he's he's doing it for most, of, as, as far as we know, he's doing it for the future of the, the children or the whatever soldiers come next. But he also want, he says he tells Fell that he wants to change the world. He actually wants to use these secrets, these powers, to change the world for better. And you know, most villains talk that same way as well. But he makes a good argument. Um, and that's another thing. He shows Fell the the other secret he has, uh, which is three. And I'm I'm confused here. So if you know, let me know. But uh, it show she he shows her three secrets um within a secret it's three futures and i can't tell if it's three possible futures or if it's three futures so it's like this one's a month from now this one's three years from now and this one's going to be like in 20 seconds like three futures in their future or is it just three possible futures you know different timelines and all that um i'm not sure and I, i'm gonna i'm gonna assume that it's three possible futures but i'm we're not sure yet but they do tell Fell to read it, to make up her mind, either to join them or to continue fighting them, most likely die. Um, which tells me that Fell is most likely going to join. Because if we remember, when she was going through the trials, she refused to torture her friend. She refused to let, allow her friend to get hurt for her. So she is basically already in the same point of view as uh, Amon and Kanto. So that's pretty much the whole book. Again, four out of five. I, I really appreciated the parallels, not in, not only in the flashback, but in the argument itself. 
with uh, you know Titus saying, "I will follow you blindly," being brainwashed, which is what Amon is saying, and, and Phil pretty much realizing that maybe the order is not all that's you know said to be. So that's Seven Secrets number twelve. I truly enjoyed it. Uh, let me know in the comments if you liked it, and um, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening.